0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know
2: I look good. I always look good. Just, <laughs> man, he, I, hey, hey I, make adjustment every, he makes adjustments every week and he still looks the same. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. It's your host Hatch with my boy. This is To. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. We got a great guest coming to this to the show today. Man, I like saying to the can... stage. I like saying I'm going to keep because no, it's like, man, it's a man, world, world stage. stage. The man, pod, no our stage, podcast man. is a stage for the world. Nah, man, I, I I operate on a show. I don't operate on oh, stages.
3: I, I'm on the. Oh, you're right. I'm on the world stage. You're just like on
2: I'm the on a show.
3: On the I show called Get I Your Popcorn and... Ready.
2: That's right. I come to your living room, baby. I come to your mobile devices. I come to your iPad, your ePad, your T-pad, everything pad.
3: To your mobile home as well. That's where he's going to show up, ladies and gentlemen. And you can catch us on yeah. the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast.
2: And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com backslash You'll see uh, the audio. I'm Not the audio, but the video to... Uh, to these audio uh, episodes that we have every week. So uh, be sure to ch- uh, tune in to our YouTube channel, my YouTube, media, my YouTube channel.
3: Our YouTube channel. You don't have one. <laughs> it's, I'm on this one, chump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today we got Robert Quinn coming to the show, outside linebacker, pass rusher, two-time pro bowler, uh, went had with an all-pro in 2013. And did you know he was also Defensive Player of the Year for the Pro Football Weekly uh, magazine as well in 2013. So you didn't even know that, did you? No, I didn't. But you said a magazine, that's a little bit different. Pro Football Weekly. Pro Football Weekly. It's one of the major, um, you know. Publications? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So,
2: okay, actually, I didn't know but he can, I mean,
3: I he can you. go like, you know, he's a speed guy off the, you know, edge rusher. Uh, so
2: he would be considered like a tweener he's, linebacker. He's a
3: definitely a definition of a tweener linebacker outside linebacker defensive end. He's got over 80 sacks in his career and he's uh, only going on his 10th year. So that's, yes, he's going right. He's going, uh, of course, he just got a new deal. You know, got some new money in the bank, five years, $70 million contracts. So I hope we got a lot himself. of that up front. I hope you got a lot of that up front. You know, so um, yeah, you know, I think um, we'll, uh we'll we'll get into it with him, have a nice discussion. Robert Quinn, outside of linebacker defensive end for the Chicago Bears. Coming Yeah, they
2: mean he messed around to catch the podcast. coronavirus and miss some game. They're gonna ask for his money back.
3: I hope not. <laughs> you know what? said so we're going to get into his top five as well. We're going to get into his top five. And I, I guarantee he's going to be somebody he's going to mention that a lot of you guys are surprised that he will put in his top five pass rushers in the NFL right now.
2: Oh, no doubt. So definitely tune in to the show. We're not going to reveal who his top five is. And we're not going to reveal who is number one.
3: Mm. is on his list.
2: So you've yeah. got to tune in just to hear this number one. It's very surprising.
3: On Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast, follow us on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast.
2: And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Terrell Check it out. Yeet! Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready with T.O. and Hatch. Yes, sir. <laughs> In the building, coming to the stage
3: today. <laughs> Our boy Robert Quinn, two-time Pro Bowler, 2013 Pro Football Weekly. NFL. Why Why does nobody know that about you, though? Like, I didn't even know you was 2013 NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Why does nobody know
4: that about you? It was a long time ago. That <laughs> don't matter. I, 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 and, and I see you, you got first now. team.
2: Yeah, and I see you got first Already. team all pro. uh first team all pro that was 2013. Yeah. That was seven years ago, man. Uh, so so
4: we, what you do now? Hey, yeah. I'm trying
2: to figure out how you get this five-year, seventy million. You you just got first-team All-Pro one time, man. What you doing? You 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 went in there, and you st- stood them up. You know, what I mean, put a gun to that. Well, no.
4: <laughs> well I mean, I, you know, not to brag about myself, but you know, numbers don't lie. You know, if you look at True. look at what I did last year, numbers don't lie. You know, from from stats True. and and everything else. So, uh, you know, I, I guess i you know that's that's what I. I was able to get myself a little five percent, so taking it around with it. Already, okay, what, well,
2: yeah. what, uh, what year is this for you? <laughs> uh,
4: this is going into year ten.
2: Okay, how uh, the, yeah. do you think you? How many more years? This is year ten with the five year extension, so we're looking at fifteen, hopefully fifteen <laughs> years yeah. after this. Uh,
4: uh you know uh, honestly I, I mean I'm I'm honest with myself it's one day at a time. Um mm-hmm. I mean you know like I I I have been through a lot. Um and you know and I like to take it one day And, you know, honestly, I take it one day at a time. You know tomorrow's not promised. And I don't you know I don't I don't, I don't say that just on you know just because everything I I really live that you know uh you know on a day to day basis you know tomorrow's not promised so you know, I just try to appreciate each and every day. Mm. And, uh, so, yes. you know, when, when, <laughs> you know if, if, if tomorrow does come, you know, we'll, we'll see what we do. with it. Mm.
2: So with that mindset, with that approach, you know, obviously uh, renegotiating, getting this new contract, um, having that mindset of one day at a time, one year at a time, does that factor into, you know, your signing bonus, how much you negotiated up front versus, like you said, the, the totality of the 70 million? Because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people that's watching, you know, obviously, a lot of fans. I think they know now that yeah, just especially in the NFL, not Major League Baseball, not NBA. If you if you're in one of those two sports, if it says five years, seventy million, you're going to be guaranteed that seventy million. So you know, going into that, you know, that that mindset, that process of taking it one day at a time, one year at a time, is that how you negotiate it? So like, you're upfront, your signing bonus to get uh, much as you want at for upfront.
4: Well, you know the the weird thing is, you know, going into this year, you know, year ten, this was actually my first year of being a true free agent. So, you know, you know, I had I had a, you know, in a sense, I was I was a rookie all over again, trying to you know figure out how this you know true free agency process worked. So, you know, me and my agent went back and forth, figured out, you know, like we said, went through all the pros and cons, you know, with the you know how how long the contract you know how 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 long I think I can play how long, you know just you no know, weighing out everything you know like I said this really was my first time being a true free agent so um nice well, <laughs> you know I didn't really know how to, how to approach it and you know, I just went in you know just as clear mind as possible and you know like I said I, I, I took you know took it had the one year out of approach you know year one was what I got you know it was great you know great deal for me so I, Again, just took it around with
3: it. Well, shoot. Either way, want to say congratulations on that and you know, yeah, congratulations absolutely. on the great career so far as well. But I appreciate you know, as, it.
4: Appreciate as, it.
3: as a receiver, you know, we're we're um <laughs> we're built like we're speed guys, you know. Like I said, we we're, were speed guys, and once we lose a step, especially for me, like to kept getting faster as he was getting older. Like I lost the step and they got rid of me the next day. So, but you know, you're, you're a burst speed guy, like, you know, a defensive end slash outside linebacker speed rush guy. So you going into your 10th year, how are you staying in shape to continue to keep that speed and that agility? As you know, they like to say, you know, once you hit that 10th year, you're starting to slow down, but it still looks like you kind of got that same burst.
4: Um, Well, I mean, like you said, as you learn throughout the years, you know, your legs are, are, are key. You know, you don't... And I know that sounds so, you know, cliche or whatever it may be, but, you know, if, if your legs go, it seems like your whole mm. body fall apart. So, yeah. you know, with your legs and kind of your core, like I, I know it's, it's I'm really starting to sound old. There it is, right? There it is. You know, no, just really just trying to, you know, like I said, your legs and you know your core because that's that's kind of your stability. So you know that, and as I learned, you know, not you know was taking it for you know my age for granted. You know, think you know I can you know rely on that. You know and I'm like anyway, to answer the question, you know, I'd really had to focus on taking care of my body, stretching, you know
3: mm.
4: not taking as much time off, you know, you know rehabbing you know with re- a mm. sauna, whatever it may be, just making sure my body is uh being you know treated like a temple, so nice. you know I mean. And have, it, are you, it, it, are you it,
3: eating right too? You like eating right and how's that, how's that? Like, <laughs> cause
4: yeah, that's I'm the hardest I'm, part of all of this. Yeah, I'm from the South, you know, we, I don't know what you, we y'all really consider eating right. You know, if it's, if it's fried, you know, that's right to us, you know, <laughs> you no, know, regardless, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm six, four, I think right now I'm like 245, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's pretty, pretty solid, you know. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I think I can run all day. I think I looked the part, you know. So I mean, I I don't know. Teachers own, you know, it worked for me.
2: Yes, I think as (laughs) Ash was alluding to. Yeah, I mean, obviously nutrition and what you were alluding to, uh, nutrition and obviously, you know, taking care of your body in the off season as far as your uh, your approach to, uh, I guess, weightlifting and things of that nature. um, I'm sure that's probably at the forefront of where you are right now as far as you you talk about performance, Um, as you said, you know, this is your first year being a true free agent. So obviously stats don't lie. So you still have been able to produce um, in the position that you are now. So obviously with this new team, what do you think uh, those, uh, those, uh, those transitions uh, will be? Do you think, you know, obviously with the new team, obviously you got to get comfortable uh, with your new teammates, is the same system three four, or do they have some new wrinkles? Are they going to add some other things um, to the to their defense because of what you bring to the table? And a last part of that is, uh, you know, are you looking forward to to working with some? You know, you got a stud and Khalil Mack. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think you guys are going to bring to to the table?
4: Uh, well, you know, you, you look at it, and you know, I think it was two years ago they were they were you know we we're twelve and four you know just mm-hmm. a, thing, you know, a game away from the if I'm not mistaken super Bowl or what no it was mm-hmm. i you know I don't really remember it anyway the so what I'm saying is you know and last year didn't go quite the way that you know they wanted, so all I'm trying to do is they 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 already had the talent there you know they already had the pieces there um you know I'm just trying to bring in you know the, I guess the icing on the cake the you know mm-hmm. I believe in my talents. I know what I bring to the table, and I know what they already. Again, I know what they had there already. So I know, you know, I know that again. Not, not saying I. I you know, yeah. as you can tell, I'm not. Uh, I'm not the type of cocky like to talk about myself. You know, I'm again. I, I think I know what I bring to the table. I know what they have, and I mm-hmm. and I think with that formula, we we can do something special this year. Um, and like you said, with with Khalil on the other side, you got you know you got uh, you know Hicks in the middle. You know that that defense. You can talk about the whole defense. And, you know, yeah, right. Honestly, right. So again, I'm not even. Yeah,
2: right. You, know, you don't have to pat yourself on the back, but again, we understand. You know your abilities. Obviously, they don't pay anybody just you know five year. Give them a five year, seventy million contract just because you know they look the part. So obviously, and producing. Um, again, like I said, I I understand. What you're trying to uh, convey when you talk about, you know, being added to a defense that already is kind of high powered. When I was uh, when I went over to Philly, um, it was kind of the same thing offensively. I already knew what they had in tow when they had Donovan, they had uh, a career they had Brian Westbrook. They had some receivers. They had some tight ends there. That were able to, you know, do some things uh, offensive. But when I came there, it was almost kind of like I tipped the scale for them. I was considered yeah. sort of like an X factor. So it's good, bro. It's not not being arrogant, it's not being cocky. Um, it's really just supporting what yeah. they've been able to, you know, do with you contractually. So yeah, mm-hmm. you coming over there and kind of anchoring, you know, kind of solidifying. You know uh, that defense. A defense, I mean, that, yeah, yeah. That that that's a plus, bro. Because I think about as you said, the year before they went like twelve and four. I think they were a game or two from, I guess, obviously getting to the Super Bowl. But then you yep. think last year they had a dip, and that dip became of uh, was probably because due largely because of uh, the lack of quarterback play and, and and the lack of experience that they had there. So. I can see this eerily similar. If you think about some years, like years ago, I think it was around 2000 when you think about the Baltimore Ravens, when they had Mm -hmm. Ray Lewis and Suggs and all those guys, and they had a sort of like a pedestrian guy at quarterback with Trent Dilfer. That's eerily similar. I see the same makeup, you know, as you guys. So again, you guys can show up sort of sort of like be some a little bit of the offense in a sense. Their deep, the defense can be some offense because of short fields and, and things of that nature. And all you know, uh, Trubisky has to do is kind of just manage and not really do too much and just kind of just build from there. So, again, we'll pat you on the back, bro. I, like not <laughs> you ain't got to do it
3: yourself, All <laughs> right, oh, But oh, let, me, oh. let me let me let me add, let me ask you this, thank you. Is this gonna be the first time that you get to face? single blocking schemes cuz you know you know what i'm saying because you you you've been the double team guy they've been doubling you your whole career but now you got mac you got hicks like you said they <laughs> might have to – you might get some one on one this year
4: no
2: doubt about it because bro that that's a two-headed monster it's like okay who are you going to guard Is going going are you going to try to take Khalil Mack out and leave this guy one-on-one? Right They'll like just max team?
4: protect our guests one-man routes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> one that, that's not a good option either, so. No, with like, Eddie
2: Jackson back there they, and, yeah. Whatever
4: they decide to do, it seems like it's working in our favor. So, I mean, absolutely. I, I, I don't know. Like you said, we're licking our chops, you know. I mean, who are you going to double team up front? Who are you going to, yeah. you know, who are you going to really trust your, you know, I, I trust the secondary you know can yeah. you know guard anyone one-on-one yeah. and and like i said and, and i haven't even got in the building yet to really yeah
3: you
4: know have, the, the, have you the, got to
3: talk to anybody any uh, new teammates you talked to them yet at all
4: um we like you know we got you know numbers, you know and and you know to text a little bit um
3: okay
4: and uh i was working out with uh well Kyle for mm-hmm. for a little while so we we got to we got to mix you know Catch up and you know, get to know each other a little bit. So, nice yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a it's a weird process, you know, with all this going on. But yeah, you know, again, it's like my rookie year. You know, there was that lockout year. So it's when 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 they tell us it's time to go to work, you know, just being like, like I said, be in the best shape as possible, and uh, mm. you know, hit, hit the ground running.
3: Got gotcha. you. Well, what what have you been doing during the COVID situation to kind of stay in shape and stay ready? Like I said, you're on one a days, two a days right now. What you got going on?
4: Uh, well, I meant kind of back and forth. Right? Well, I started one a days, and I picked up the two a days, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, let's slow back down. To, now let's go back to one a days." So, yeah, I'm gonna stick to one a days for, for <laughs> a while. But, already you know, for, yeah. for the time for the time being until I guess we start hearing hearing some things. But yeah, you do know, you do you think it's gonna be a season? Like, you know, your
3: personal opinion on everything going on.
4: You, you you're businessman, right? <laughs> already <laughs> it's
3: business not personal right i feel
4: you you know I, I you know i don't regardless i i believe they're going to figure something out um, yeah i mean you know again i I don't want to you know make light of the situation but i mean it's mm-hmm. there's it's <laughs> I, yeah. I think there's a lot of other worse things going on but uh right have you yeah. have you
3: known you got to know anybody who has it? Like anybody called you say, yo, such and such has it, or a family member who's came down with COVID?
4: Um
3: I, I would know one person, one person and everybody I know you know that got it.
4: Oh no, no, I'm really gonna yeah, I'm really kinda struggling it. Right,
3: it's crazy.
4: <laughs> no, That's yeah, crazy. no one really jumping off the you know front of my, right. front of my head.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a real thing. And, you know, I said, I feel bad for the family members of, of, you know, people that are going through this stuff. But again, it's what's going on in the U.S. is not what's going on in some other places across the country or across the world. So it's like hard to get your head around it because, you know, you can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't touch it. You just hear, you know, you turn on the TV and you hear numbers and you're like, okay, the numbers went up. Like, what does that mean? Because even in Arizona right now, the numbers is going up. You know, right. you're right. like, what does that mean? <laughs> right,
2: and right. and, uh, and, and <laughs> where I am, in, and and where I am in Florida, again, as you talk about Arizona, I think it's uh, those two cities. Again, there are two of a dozen, two dozen cities uh, across the country that have had spikes um, in the number of cases, and you know, I'm sure you, you, you uh, had you just asked uh, Quinn there uh, about you know anybody that has uh, contracted the virus. I know. Uh, since all this has happened, I know a few players like Von Miller. Um, uh, I think the latest was uh, uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott, Elliott e- did, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Ezekiel, he was mad. I mean, he may, I think, he may be trying to probably file a suit because because of HIPAA laws and things of that nature. They that's let it medical, out. yeah. That's that's never right. information, so that it's not <laughs> supposed to be released. So uh, right. you know, again, it's going to be tricky. Uh, my son is in uh, FAU. Um, and so they're starting to kind of resume some of their uh, their workouts and their program. And I just texted him just with it two days ago, and he, he had, their whole receiving core has uh, has to be quarantined because one of their receivers um, mm. had a headache or something. I had some symptoms. Symptoms. So they yeah. basically yes, yeah, So but, now they basically quarantined like, everybody.
4: Well, like you said, not the, you know, I, I, I don't want to. you know I'm trying to make it seem like I'm not sympathetic, but like it's. I, I keep doing research and hearing about it and hearing about it and it's, it's like symptoms of the flu. Mm-hmm. So like I, I, anytime you feel the slightest of sickness, you got to basically step away, you know, from the world and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now, is that, is that today's, is that what today's world <clears throat> about to become? You know what I mean? You know, I, now, hope, I hope not. You, you, you sneeze, like, I mean, think about it, you see someone sneeze now, nah, you Look
3: back, like hold on, like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> walking around, walking around nervous. <laughs> right. And the
2: thing is, bro, how many times as we as athletes, how many times have you gone to practice and you've had a slight fever, or you had a slight headache and you don't say anything, bro? You just go out there in the field, you sweat it out, or whatever the sweat case may be. So yeah. again, that's gonna be tricky because again, there's gonna be some players, I'm sure, that may try to push the envelope or may have some symptoms or feel something that may not say anything, and then now you're affecting the team, now you're starting to, you're going to affect your whole team. Yeah. So that's, it's, it's going to be tricky, bro, as far as, you know, you talked about earlier about, you know, the season starting and what that looks like, the protocols, um, you know, yeah. it, it's, it, it, bro, it's going to be really tricky because, again, um, you think about it, like I said, if one person has it and then gives it to somebody else and they don't know they have it, bro, it, it's going to yeah. be real ugly. So that can affect, you know. Season play, and then you think about again. You get in coaches the playoffs. too. Yeah, yeah.
3: Coaches that's who are cool. older, the 50, 60 year old
2: coaches. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of older fuckers that that's coaching right around right
4: there <laughs> Why they gotta yeah. be that, buddy? Well, <laughs> I was that's, talking that's, about that's, that's like during cold season. You you know you 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 say wash your hands more. You know it's it's, yeah, right. it's uh, like it's, it's just one of the, to me. I Again, I don't want to seem. I don't. I don't want to make it seem like I'm like no, insensitive not sensitive about insensitive. this right. the topic but i mean like I, my thing is if you think it's a a a, a, a pandemic like something like my thing is i can't live in fear like that like right you know what i mean like right. i'm like now you, you got me walking around living in fear like right. i can't do that you know what i mean like you know i'll be honest If when it's my time to go, it's my we time. we gonna go, go. hey man I, <laughs> me hey boy <laughs> you know you know I, mean? Mean, I
2: know you from the south <laughs> 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 I'm from i don't know if you know Robert Quinn, but I, I'm from the South. And, hey, I've heard that so many times in the South, man. We done said that plenty times. It, it's my time to go, it. bro. It's, it's my, my time, time to go.
4: Uh, go not, <laughs> nothing you can so, do. Nothing You can so you do nothing. You can do. About you're gonna live every day, you know. Like you know, like you know what I mean. Like it's Living, it, like, you know, living it, it's fun. You know, enjoyable. So I'm I, like, why am I gonna live in fear? I'm not gonna say I'm gonna go jump in and put my face into this you know, right. into the virus. Right. But I'm not. why, why am I going to sit around and tiptoe the rest of my life, you know, trying to avoid uh, some sickness? Because guess what? One thing that's promised to me is death. So, yeah. if you know, if I'm thinking about death all the time, it might come to me a little sooner than expected. So, you know, I, I, I'll try to keep it off the forefront of, of my, my mind. Yeah. Two things that's guaranteed to you,
3: death and taxes. Oh, my. <laughs> right, yeah, you
2: know. Hey, I, I know we talked about Khalil Mack a, a little bit. Have you guys uh, spoken with each other? Um, you know, obviously, you know, you guys on the cusp of possibly starting the season. Um, again, that that's that's amazing, especially when you get two dynamic players. Uh, especially you guys on the both sides of the ball. I mean, have you guys talked about you know what the season may look like? You know, I talked about again, you know, some of the defensive schemes. Uh, again, you bring in, you know bringing to the table some of the things that work well for you do you bring some of those uh those physical obviously those physical attributes will be there but are you gonna bring some of that knowledge to the defense of of what they know that you can do to that defense uh in addition to what he can bring
4: um well i guess well, i guess one is me learning learning the defense you know the, right. the ins and out you know that's that's number one for me um you know, so when he, whenever you know, Coach Coach P calls a play, I don't even have to. My my brain shouldn't have to think. You know, it, it's second nature. Second nature. And so, who
2: you say, Coach P? Who is Coach P?
4: Pagano. 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 Okay, Coach Pagano.
2: Well,
4: yeah, head coach. Check yeah. Pagano, head yeah, coach Ch- of Chicago Ch-
2: Bears. Ch- okay, yeah, yeah. I just want,
4: yeah. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um. Um. Uh. So yeah, I mean, no. So that's that's kind of like, of course, that's a, being a professional. You know, you need. I I, one of the rookie things if you don't know the playbook you can't don't know the playbook you can't play you know that's the the simple fact of no matter how how talented you are you know um, so you know that you know again that's my number one but then like you said with the talent of of, of Khalil and knowing what he knowing the the attention he's going to attract you know and and knowing again like I said what I think I can bring to the table how, how we can balance that, I think. And, and like, like I said, I, I, I feel like I can't talk about just us two because I feel like I'm leaving someone else out. And like, I feel like someone, you know, hicks in no, the middle dude, and I'm thinking the one. linebackers, like, well, they're ready to trick my like brain. My brain just, <laughs> my brain just yeah. thinking like, you know, like it's, I know I'm really right, excited. You, I'm really excited to, you, to see how the defense I, gets to, let, you know. Let me
2: tell you, if, I, if I'm Robert Quinn, the first couple of plays, and I know I got Khalil Mack on that end. Let me tell you something, boy. I'm going to – hey, I'm, I'm gonna, hey, I'm duct tape my ears to my – to the back of my skull. And I'm, and I'm going to hey, I'm going Honey. Like stop it. Because, like I said, at this point, like I said, obviously, you have to play your principles and your defensive scheme. Right. But if it's an opportunity where I got to pin my ears back and you see that they may be double-teaming and they may be fanning out to – to double team, your boy over there, man, I'm finna eat this dude. I'm know, eat. Hey, like I said, I know it, and I, and I get it. There's I'm layers coming. to the defense. You know, you got the defense at front, and you got yeah, that second tier, then that. you got that back end. But everything starts with you guys at front, and then yeah. you know, I'm sure those guys in the, on the second level and that back end, trust me, they, they thinking the same way you thinking. They like, shh, my guy finna get there. So they gonna play close close attention to those receivers or what have you. They thinking, pick sixes, they Bruh. thinking, man, yeah, they thinking yeah. about loose balls, you know, fluttering in the air. So I'm sure, man, you guys going to pin your ears back. Like I said, if I'm Robert Quinn, and I know, like I said, the guys <laughs> that you've already mentioned, oh, my God, nigga, I'm going to tell hey I'm going to go to the training room. I may stop by AutoZone, nigga. I'm going to get some duct tape.
3: And I'm, <laughs> gonna
4: like, hey, I'm <laughs> you, I, What? A t- hundred. Oh, what hey, what's you
2: talking about? hundred mile an hour, boy. Yeah, man. But man, 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 I'm man. I'm loving this conversation, man. I love uh, your mindset, man. Just keep keep doing what you're doing. Pass man. rush, Pat, pass past rush specialist Robert Quinn here on Get Your Popcorn Ready
3: podcast. <laughs> yeah, So, um. So we know you're a specialist, right? So give us your top five of pass rush specialists you think in the NFL right now. Like I said, I know there's there's Frank Clark out there, there's Daniel Hunter, Jadavian Bosa, yeah, do Lawrence, want, like, just or like do you um, uh, just pass rushers? You can you, um you can use tackles too because I know Aaron Dodd's in there because yeah
4: he can he can get uh, he's, it. he's been he's been uh, top he five miles. since he entered the league so since he came in this thing right um, but yeah
3: give give us your top five not necessarily one through five but give us your top five put your, yeah just point. top five you, you know a
4: yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna start with this guy because you know I I think he is he is he he's cold like he, man when I say cold he's cold. And I think he's underrated. Like he, I think he's underrated, Chandler Jones. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. Care. Like, Arizona, he was Arizona,
3: Arizona Cardinals. Right? Arizona like, Cardinals, Chandler
4: Jones. Man, he is. Like, he is. Like, I'm just because you know everyone. Like just because we said you already said Vaughn and like Chandler Jones. That that dude cold man. Like I don't I don't okay. care what you say. You gonna look at his game like that dude cold. Um, okay then you know you want Why to go you who
2: get the attention that everybody else cuz like i said i've heard his name you look at his statistics i think he's just young he still uh,
4: no i mean Uh-oh. i think he's going in the year like is he going nine? not yeah he's nine.
2: been there for a minute
4: yeah man I, that's crazy I, I, I'm going in the year, and I, I look at this. I'm going, in and I know his stats. And so I'm trying to. I, 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 I <laughs>
3: Already, <laughs> so, as well, you so should. I'm like,
4: I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, I don't know how. Like, I, I, I got respect for the dude. I mean, but again, it's just, it's just the bit, you know, the nature of the nature of the, you know, the, the business. You know, some guys just have a little more, I guess, on um, to their name. But to me, he he deserves to be top five. His numbers alone let it, you know, puts him in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, who else? Von, you know, okay, Vaughn Miller. Always. He's been my he's been my favorite, you know, pass rusher since you know we you know we got into the league together. Okay. Um,
2: okay. Chandler Jones, Vaughn Miller. We got three more. Von Miller.
4: Three more. See, um,
3: you got you got Clark out there. You got your Bosa, Demarcus Lawrence. Khalil, Miles, Garrett, Cameron, Jordan, Khalil, See, you, know? you got, got, got,
4: got me like selecting five. Yeah, yeah tough part.
2: That, it's that, easy. That, it's that, easy
3: that, to that. do ten. Yeah, it.
4: All right. We're
2: gonna make you cut some people it, out. It's, 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 your t- it, it's, right. if it's your top five. It ain't okay. like I said. It's not no comparison for anybody else. It's like who you think you're a top five. You're not. You know, throwing anybody on the bus.
4: Oh, according like, to you. Oh, if I had to pick a top five? Yeah, yeah. you the general going, manager. Okay, I'm going Chandler Jones, Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Those are my outside backers. Mm-hmm. Then, then shoot, I'm taking Khalil. I'm putting my mic back at Mike backer. Because okay. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm somehow, look, I got, a, I got my brain going. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> then, then I got Aaron Donald. Okay, already. Then let's see, that's one, two, three. I need one more four, big guy. Yeah. You need one more. And I'm, I'm going to go with.
2: uh Man, you ain't going to put yourself in the mix. You crazy.
4: That's so easy, though.
2: Hey, Q, don't, like,
3: don't listen to T. Like, if it, if if it was at the T and you said and, top five receivers, he going to put him one through five. I, so yeah, you you do like your really. thing, dog. No, I
4: Absolutely. Said, one, you starting to franchise, who you need? Me. That's it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what? what else you need? What <laughs> else you know, need? That, that <laughs> you
2: feel like you top five, you top five. That's what a, I,
4: mean, I was a well, you real. Know, I'm person. trying, I'm trying get to get give me. like a <laughs> uh the, the political so I co- then, then I put myself number five then. There uh, okay. okay. There you go. There, there you, go.
2: That, there you I'm go. go. Five. There you go. Uh, there you go. Chandler Jones. I like AD, it. Khalil <laughs> Mac.
4: My, um, Von and Miller.
2: Miller. Miller and, and that's Robert top, that's Quinn, right. that's, top yeah. that's top five. Okay, bro. man. <laughs> hey, man no. hey, I hey bro. Hey, I, I like it. Let you d- hey, I ain't gonna let you doubt yourself, bro. Hey, I appreciate that. that. <laughs> absolutely, bro. Man, let me tell you something. You gotta hey you gotta believe in yourself. Hey, that was a oh, point. Okay. That was a point in time in my career, bro. Somebody would have asked me, like, was I top five? I'd be like, no, nah, I wasn't in the top five. But when you think about as my uh, as my career progressed, and I felt yeah. like you know what I was doing was measured up it was comparable to to what they were doing on the field. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm finna put myself in yeah. the
3: mix.
4: Right. I, and
2: I, I would right. say very, as, very as true. A, as a player, if I, they
3: were like you know, well, hats. Like I say, you played you played years. You played with some of the great ones. It's like, right. what didn't you have to be great? And I would say I never got that confidence as the the tos and the mosses had in their game like Mm -hmm. i had confidence in myself but i never got to the i never had enough success to say on every play i know i can beat every single person Mm -hmm. in the league right and that's a big difference that's a big difference yeah i got it
4: right
3: yes and that
2: is yeah the experience it's yeah the experience
3: yeah I get that. Well, yeah, being from South Carolina, you know, you ain't got no uh, – that's how y'all grew up down there. You know, y'all some y'all some football playing Jesse's down there, boy. I
4: mean, there's not, nothing else much going on. You know, run the woods, you, know, you yeah. know, run the yard. You know, like I said, find something to do to stay out of trouble.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they've sleep, been man. a lot.
4: Right. Football,
3: Football. Yeah, <laughs> they've been a lot in the news, of course. You know, regarding a lot of the players, especially from Clemson, DeAndre Hopkins speaking out, Deshaun Watson speaking out on. Um, some of the people regarding uh, the Black Lives Matter protesting and some of their, uh, you know, people they had on that campus at Clemson, and so I'm mm-hmm. sure you got to see a lot of racism, you know, systemic racism where you grew up, right? I'm, I'm sure you have. So, what's your, you know, what's your take on everything going on right now? And like I said, what's some of the experiences you might have been through in your past as well, growing up in South Carolina.
4: If you want to be straight honest, you, I'm not straight surprised. honest. I I'm not surprised by <laughs> none of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a kid, I'm you know I'm used to you know uh, there's stores where they fly they fly Confederate flags like uh, that you know they got the flags they they have marked like I, I seen this growing up like
1: mm-hmm.
4: it's part <laughs> and, of it right? and, and they say it's history. Who, who history is it? Like what what's your, what does your history stand for? Right. Like you you allow his history to go on that. Mm-hmm. Belittle little people that look like us, mm-hmm. right? And consider it okay. Like that's, that's what I dealt with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? So,
3: so get, <laughs> like, give me, give me, give me a, uh, cause again, people who listen, they don't understand. Well, yeah, Confederate flag, is, it's about the history, but give us a real life situation. When you were at a store, and you saw a Confederate, Confederate flag on the outside, but you went into that store. store? A You mean uh, school? A, a like, school. Right, so you're going into school where the Confederate flag's like on the outside.
4: They shirts with this stuff. Like, they got shirts with Confederate flags and all this stuff on. Wow. Like, what, what does the Confederate flag mean? Segregation. Mm-hmm. Like They did not want to mix white and black. Right. And they allowed that into the school and said it's history. Now mm-hmm. tell me, the, am I going crazy? Oh, that's that sound a little. That 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 sound a little. Uh, um, what's the? I'm trying to use the right the word. Politically
3: correct word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you
4: yeah. Know what I mean, but you know what I mean. Like, how how, how is that okay? You know, like, a, how, what you're probably looking for is hypocrisy. Consider this flag that 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 demoralize people of my color and and mm-hmm. say that history is okay. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's American history, but that's so that's okay. It's it's white American history, which people don't right. wanna that's that's where we don't that's where we don't wanna break the barrier. You know what I mean? So the what you the going mm-hmm. what you were saying is when you know, like you know, I, I I've said I've you know, not, I'm I'm no gang member, I'm no nothing. But if I've said I've had a red flag or a blue flag, you're gonna look at me sideways. You know what I mean, mm. but now, yeah. but you now if I now if I had a someone where I'm from walking down with a Confederate flag, no one even bats an eye, mm. and to me, that's the same thing,
2: right? Because you know, it's all about right?
4: Yeah, it's up now. You know what I mean? So I, to mm. me, I'm not shocked by none of this. It's 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 it's, it's American when. Well, from what they said, America is—you know—when it started, at sixteen, whatever. You know, it's the white America from there on to now. It's been the same story over and over again. Why, yeah, why? I mean, I, I think. Surprised. Yeah,
2: I think uh, what you were looking for. There's a lot of hypocrisy uh, into uh, a lot of this when you think about, especially schools, and you know, they feel like okay, they can they can fly the Confederate flag, but then. You know they're taking prayer out of schools. You, know yeah. I mean? you can take prayer out of schools, <laughs> but you
3: can't take the Confederate flag out of school.
2: Right. So mm-hmm. again, it, it's 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 uh, it's ridiculous in, in so many ways. Um. Again, I think obviously uh, the death of uh, George Floyd has really sparked uh, some changes. Um. You know, do we still have a long way to go? Absolutely. Um. Again, until some of these uh, laws are changed. Nothing will change, and so that's where I think uh, overall, as a country, things will start to pivot. Things will start to shift is when we can revise some of these laws that are in place that are supposed to be uh, equal opportunity uh, as far as under our, under our constitution. You know, just as we're educating ourselves and our kids uh, to prevent certain measures when we get stopped by police cops, I think white Americans yeah. need to start educating their kids about what it is to. Uh, you'll love someone of another color and, and mainly black black lives And I think that's see, that,
4: that that's well that's I have an issue, you know And, I, I, and I, I People my one of my best friends said I go like this Bob Marley route, you know, it's, it's like how, <laughs> like, how, like how can we have laws to control people you as a as a man, you know, what's right and what's wrong? You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a basic elementary rule you know humanity yeah treat, humanity. treat your neighbors like you know you't want to be treated like yeah I know I, I know not to go kill nobody like I know you know I, I know you know what I mean like there's certain stuff like I, I shouldn't have to you know that I shouldn't have to be in a basically forced to live in a certain under control because you know I'm I don't know it, 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 I, I think it's laws are messing up in a sense messing up people's mind to an extent of like I said, I uh, my boy started going to my rabbit hole. <laughs> my <brain. laughs> That's all right. You're allowed. My brain, <laughs> my, my brain, my brain starts spinning. You know what I mean? It's like we there there's basic principles to life, you know what I mean? Like don't like you shouldn't harm nobody, you shouldn't steal from nobody. Like, so like why 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 in the back of my mind, like I know if I do that, you know, like why why should I constantly be reminded I shouldn't do this? And in a sense, as a kid, when you were told you should do something, you go do it. You know what I mean? So, you know, right. if you look at today's world, you tell people don't go do it. Well, people are going to do it more and more.
0: You know right. what I mean?
4: So, I mean, it, to yeah. me, it's 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 the way everything is kind of a, a, approached, and 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 it makes it seem like they want so much control. Like there's no con- like there's there's so much control that there's no control, and. and, mm-hmm. and like I said, my, yeah. my, my brain gets a,
2: right. <laughs> like right. I mean, you go. You think, right. Yeah. I think the right. laws have to be evolved. And I just did an interview prior to this. The laws have to change just as the world has evolved as well. When you think about, you know, technology and where we are today, when you think about 20 years ago, um, guess what has changed the way that, you know, technology, um, uh, um, has evolved? <laughs> exactly. When you think about, yeah, when you think about everything that, you know, 10 to 20 years ago, is it the same now as it was 10, 20 years ago? Absolutely not. Now to make my point, you think about the laws that are in place for, for humanity, for, for Americans that are living in this country, those laws were made for people way back when, like hundreds and 200 years ago, so these laws need to change and evolve with the times just as people have. So until those laws are changed, you know, to where America can, can be, they can be, uh, you know, implemented and constructive to, to all humankind. And again, like you said, we're basically operating under the laws of old, old school. People of years that are, ago. yeah, I'm saying the people in office now, whomever the, the the laws needs to be revised at the end of the day. Any they, they need to be revised and then put into place again and evolve just as America has evolved.
3: Yeah, he, I mean it's the same thing in the NFL. Like, do you do you feel any type of way with the NFL only having three African American coaches right? You know, head coaches right now. You know, is that is like? Do you see uh, that? Because some people don't even what, see it.
4: Some, you know, what's what's that rule? The, is the, the Rooney, Rooney rule. The Rooney, yeah, rule. The Rooney yeah. rule. Yeah, yeah. shouldn't that be a slap in the face, right? That you you put a rule in the place that you have to have black coaches.
3: They don't get interviewed, they're not, but they're not, they're not adhering to. Adhering to they're, they're not adhering to. it. No, they're not they're, interviewing not, like they're saying they're. Think
4: about what I just said. You put a rule in the place that you force clubs to have a certain percentage of black clubs in this or in in this in this league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, again, you know like maybe in my brain get to spin it too much, but <laughs> you know I like, I'm Yeah.
3: because it's, it's not happening.
4: Right. I'm, right. You... But no what I'm saying is like how, like where with that rule with the situation mm-hmm. of America Like, why Where? Where where do people? Do people are really? People are really just that ignorant to the fact of this is America. Like, this is how it was built. Mm. You know, you know what I mean. Like, it was built off the backs of African American slaves. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, and 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 now you know, and I, I know I'm going off route again. But again, it's like. To have like just to have that simple rule, it, it like that bothers me. Like you know, like why do you have to have a rule in place that put us and put people of like, black that look like us in charge? You know, if that rule wasn't in place, we we would basically have zero. They would
2: be given there be the opportunity. But there. Yeah, right, you have, have to put like it's been so much talk about it to where again they have to implement a rule just so it can appease against against to the public and to black America that we're giving you guys an opportunity. But then again, they're trying to, they find loopholes around it by, okay. Yeah. If there's a head coaching position available, is there, if there's an offensive coordinator position available, these owners, they already know who they're going to hire, but they're going to just implement, just get a token black guy or coach just to fulfill that
4: quota. If if they can give it to you, they can take it from you. That's why you don't, you don't, you don't like that, like when I when I speak about laws and stuff. Like there's certain core life, like human life principles. Like that, like that doesn't require no man written laws. Like and and, and and like you said, man is like I said. I grew up with this nonsense of America, and I'm just I'm kind of laughing at it. Like people finally just. Just Realize saying what you've been seeing your whole, right. your whole life. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, when, when I when I raised my fist, people said I disrespected the flag. But when I when I made when I when I said what I was making it for, they ignored the message. Now guess mm. guess what? Guess what? Six, seven years later, guess what? Back mm-hmm. here again.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Back, mm-hmm. Here, but but guess what? Now they're saying it's okay for us to take a knee. It's okay for us to raise up a fist. The white man saying it's okay.
2: Right. Like, yeah. Which makes it, yeah, now you're saying that makes it okay. So why wasn't okay, like you said, six, seven years ago? Why? Because it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't meet the approval yeah. uh, of, of, of the white people. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, now we've protesting, black people have basically voiced their opinion and we're tired of being killed. Now these rules and things have been put in place. Now it's okay. Now you, yeah. Right. Now you want to, Roger Goodell's like, oh, now we believe in black lives matter. Well, Black, ladder, black, black lives obviously didn't mean too much to you six seven years ago. Now it <laughs> takes something like this uh, to, to to spark but, and get the attention that Black Lives Matter. When Colin Kaepernick knelt four years ago and it fell on deaf ears, man, get out of here! Uh, Come on. And
4: how, and how many lives have been lost in between? Not like how many lives? Yeah, between been, yeah, well, between that. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And and and, and again, it's it's. Over and over and over and over and over again, like mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's yeah. Do, do do you I, get back to South Carolina a lot now? Do, do I get back to South Carolina? Yeah, um, like really, like once a year. Right. You know, me and a uh, family. You know, Downlap down will do. The, no, look, the football camp. Okay. Right, okay. okay. Um, so we'll go. Well, I'll go back for like a week, and yeah. you know, I'm usually just sitting in well, whatever city I'm. Whatever team I'm playing for, I'm just sitting
2: yeah. in the city, and staying, staying out the way. Yeah. You know Mike. Saying? Okay, Ben. ben so I'm, I'm, I, I can relate. I want to get your take on this because me becoming successful from my hometown, like I said, I, I wasn't expected to do, uh, do the things that I did and become who I became from my from my town. And so mm-hmm. I never really got back to my hometown a whole lot. So I get a lot of criticism. I get some of my own. You know, my own community, you know, trying to trash and bash my name because they say, oh, I don't get I don't give back or, you know, I forgot where I came from. But the thing is, is that when I grew up, I never really was at the forefront. I was never considered a star uh, mm. star uh, high school player. So, again, um, I was I was pretty much an introvert raised by my grandmother. So I didn't really get out and didn't have a whole lot of friends. So I didn't really feel a mm. need to really go back to my hometown. And it's not that I don't like to give back. But I just, I mean, being being at home when I grew up going back really didn't feel like being at home when I went right. back. So now what you saying, like you said, going back maybe once a year, because I, I find it very surprising that, you know, again, you being who you are, do you get the same sort of backlash from your community being that you said you may get back to your hometown maybe once, maybe twice a year?
4: Um, um, well, I mean, uh, I, well, I my, I guess my route was a little different. Um, I mean, it's Yeah, I you, you were the superstar I, in high school. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs>
2: so, yeah, <laughs> so with that being said, that should be a lot of expectations but, for you being a superstar, going back to your 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 hometown, being in the community, being that, again, like I said, I don't know how often you do it, if, if you do it every year, or if this something recent that you've started doing, no, uh, but I know no, that's since, it.
4: Since mm-hmm. since my rookie year and you know Carlos Dunlap, it was just going into his second year, you know, he he really started the camp. And you know, that was kind of like our, you know, our we, we kind of like our you know Charleston, a low country weekend, um, you know, where we kind of give back, gave back to the community. We took the weekend, you know, visit hospitals and you know, go go to you know, a school and just little stuff like that. Nice. Um and you know, of course, the the weekend was for the kids. You know, that's that's all we really care about is giving back to the kids, you know, right. showing them, mm-hmm. you know, not it, a lot of the kids come from a rough area, literally right across the road, and showing them that mm-hmm. look just just put, like you said, believe a little bit, you know, have a dream, have a vision, and all of a sudden you can have anything you want, and that's really you know kind of our objective, you know. And of what's course, the name?
3: What's the name yeah. of your camp?
4: Uh, it's a lo- low country kids camp, so okay. or yeah, low country kids camp. So or you know, every year, seventh, eighth, nine, ten. So <laughs> yeah, and so Carlos Dunlap.
2: Uh, yeah, I I, I played a, a year with him in Cincinnati. Great guy. Um, uh, I then I've, I've en- I enjoyed the year uh, being there with him, and he's become you know quite a player. Like I said. You know, oh yeah. Kind of the, the, it was a little question about him in the beginning but he's he's turned out to be a pretty good player
4: yeah so that's um, good so,
3: okay so the camp so you do the camp so tell us a little what else do you like to do besides because so you do your camp but that's you know once a year so what else are you doing in your spare time you know what what else uh you know kind of fuels your fire as far as living
4: what, what do i do man Look, mm-hmm. i like i'm man i'm trying to tell you like i just waking up is the best thing for me, and, and awesome. again, like it's, like I'm, I, 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 respect, I respect life so much, in the sense that I've been through, like I've been through a lot, um, and uh, like I, like I really do appreciate just waking up, you know, every day, awesome. you know, like, regardless if I have football or not, like just life, mm-hmm. just being able to open my eyes and see the sun is, is. The best thing I can ask for, you yeah. know, with my kids, kids, of course. But
3: that's an awesome perspective. I mean,
4: man. yeah, I know it's. <laughs> I can I can go I can go down the whole story of why, but I mean, it's, you know, it's it's. Life,
3: what say life, what? Life. Yeah, why? Yeah, tell us why. We want to know. Tell us why.
4: <laughs> uh, you know. Um. Well. Well, you know, high school. You know, seventeen. Uh. You know, it was middle of the football season and you know, I was well, all year I was really having like migraine headaches, you know, I kind of know the story. And then anyway, I, and I blacked out a few times, hospital discovered I had a brain tumor. Um, hmm. And they told me I had a week to live uh, when I was hmm. 17. <laughs> you wow. know, so I'm like, dang. Wow, Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, 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 you know, one within itself and, and then when I went to the college, you know, I've actually met a young kid who, who ended up passing away mm. from a brain tumor as well. You know what I mean? So it's, mm. it's things and it's things in life that that hit you,
3: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> you know,
4: you know differently. Where you're like, holy, oh, you know what I mean? Like just 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 waking up, you know, it's really just the, the, the most humbling thing. Um, um, so it's it's a uh, yeah <laughs> yeah me I mean, I mean yeah. you, you made
3: it you made it through though you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's a you're you're here you're you're a, a walking testimony that like I said when oh a doctor gave you seven days to live when you're 17 when they say something like that to you at 17 it just crushes you obviously but right. you go through that process and be here today be an NFL player going on 10 years again you're blessed brother you're blessed you're yeah you're on the yeah.
2: man yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel uh, that. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that story, so I appreciate you sharing it. But definitely, again, obviously, I think it's put in some perspective on life and having an appreciation for life. And yeah. again, just to be, uh, just a, a black man in America and going through what we're going through uh, as a country. Um, obviously, like I said, you know, this is uh, definitely a moment that like I, I can relate to, uh, especially just having a, just a great appreciation for life. Waking up every day, being able to play a sport. Um, that you can make a lot of money from. Um, yeah, man, I mean, you've had an amazing career. Uh, I'm sure you're going to ha- continue to have an amazing career. Mm-hmm. And then with everything that's going He's on already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking forward to the uh, Paris game now. I mean, last year, obviously, and the year before that, when Khalil Mack got traded from the Raiders to, to, to the bears. I mean, this, this guy, the first four or five games, this dude was, I mean, he was my MVP (laughs) of the season, but then as the, as these teams saw that this guy was a one man wrecking crew again they kind of slowed him down a little bit. So they tried to double team, but he still had a successful season. So just think about what, what's going to happen now. One of you guys, like I said, you guys are going to be wrecking shop up front, man. So again, we appreciate you, uh, talking about a lot of this stuff, man. Um, again, again, just talking about just uh, the, the racism part. Obviously, you have two kids. I don't know how old your kids are. Can you tell us how old your kids are?
4: Uh, well, they'll be turning. They're eight and four right now. They're turning. Oh,
2: so have you had yeah. those conversations? I mean, are they aware of kind of what's going on? I'm pretty sure maybe your 8 eight-year-old. Are you going to look forward to kind of uh, having this type of uh, conversation uh, with them and even even your your wife, I don't know what the ethnicity of your wife is, but still, regardless, those are conversations. I'm sure, as a black man in America, we can't you gotta hide the fact. Yeah, we can't hide around the fact of what we're going going through as a country. So I'm sure these conversations had to uh, have to be had, you know, in your household.
4: Yeah, I mean, it definitely has to be had. Um, I mean, and I guess, and and here's like it's. Like, and, and and I guess when I when we go to talk about it, is how do you approach it correctly? Because at the end and I, and I keep wanting to make this. At the, end, at the end of the day, we're like we're human, uh, you know what I mean. Like and, and like there's because someone writes something on a piece of paper, that don't mean you're 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 lesser or greater than the next man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there and, and that's what I mean when I said like let, let's 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 remove let's just strip down the laws and look at let's look at life as a whole like. What what are human principles? You know what I mean? Like if, if you were looking at your maker in, in his eyes, how or across from you, how would you treat how would you treat him? That's exactly mm-hmm. how you treat your neighbor. You know what I mean? You know, so we can sit there and preach, you know, as we do, we preach this good game on you need to abide, you need to live this way to go seek heaven, but mm-hmm. you go you go live like the devil, you know, as soon as you get done preaching, you know, preaching the word. You know, it's more Teaching my son on how to live with 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 respect, how to live, you know, live like treat people with respect, how you know with the, you know with all that type of stuff, you know what I mean? And of course, the color of the skin—that's uh, he gonna learn that. And well, I can teach him now. He's gonna learn it in school. They they gonna look at us. They look at us less anyway. They they tell you they look at us three fifths as a human. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. so, I mean, like and it's, so I, I'm more. Like, I keep trying to say like. I understand how people look at me. I get that. I can't change the way people look at me. Now, what well, how I can do it? How how I can change the way I look at people? I all I can do is love. All I can do is love. I can love or hate you. And the best thing and I try to love people I and mean, love and hopefully you, you know, get love back, but you know, it Absolutely. seems to be a little a little difficult, you know, challenge in today's world.
3: righty. <laughs> We love you for coming on the show, brother. Like I said, Robert Quinn on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. We appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. Yeah,
4: appreciate <laughs> yes, you. I appreciate
3: it. All good. So, yeah, do your thing, Robert. I appreciate you, brother, though. Thanks, man. All
4: right. Y'all have a good one.
3: Uh, y'all do oh, your thing, that. boy. My man. Yeah. Robert Quinn, great guest. Got a little deep today. Uh, again, a great episode. I, you know, I said, again, like we were saying, I think with Chris, uh, Chris Long a couple weeks ago, how these, Uh a lot of these guys, a lot of football players, people think, you know, they're just a bunch of meatheads and don't have feelings and emotions. But, you know, I think we're starting to kind of peel back layers of these guys and people kind of understand these guys are good humans and they're just trying to do the right thing. And they got a lot about their past and they play with chips on their shoulders for a reason.
2: Yeah, and I think when you think about the climate in which we're in now, what, what I find really surprising from a lot of white people is that you know, kind of one of the, the first two things out of the mouth is it's kind of it's hard to believe some of the things that we're going through or, um, you know, what can I do to educate myself about something that's been like kind of right right up under their nose and they just haven't really noticed it, uh, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, um, again, I like having a guy like Robert Quinn on um, basically shared. Uh, got a chance to talk to him, and he shared some of his experiences being in the South, uh, South Carolina. Uh, at that, so you can mm. only imagine uh, what he's going through. So he got a chance to, to yeah. share a little bit of that uh, with us. So, and uh, we had yes. some uh, some very interesting uh, uh, moments, Absolutely. yeah, uh, Absolutely. with him.
3: And again, we'll kind of describe our, I think what our top three, our three and out segment, we'll describe our top three things that we took out of the conversation. And for me, uh, number one, again, going back to where he's from and when he was 17 years old, how the doctor told him he has 17 days to live because of a brain tumor that he had uh, contracted, which is crazy to me to even fathom that information. Uh, You know, at 16, 17, you get mad when you go to the dentist and you have a cavity. You know All what right. I'm saying? And a doctor, you know, le- legitimately told him, like, you have seven days to live. And he overcame a brain tumor. And now it's, like I said, one of the best uh, pass rushers in our NFL. is an absolutely amazing story to me.
2: Yeah, right. year 10. Uh, year 10, right?
3: Um, yep, going on right. 10. Yeah, this
2: is, yeah, definitely amazing. Um, I would say number two, to our three and out would be, uh, and as you said, not to be insensitive to what's going on in the world. But, mm. you know, obviously the pandemic has everybody living in fear. And Mm -hmm. what I got, you know, from him, you know, uh, basically, you know, saying that I'm not trying to be insensitive to what's going on or what have you, but he can't live his life um, in fear. So I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, his faith or his mindset is kind of faith over fear um, with this pandemic situation going on.
3: Absolutely. Like I said, big deal for your just your mental psyche, because some people, they're so scared, they're starting to be stressed, getting themselves sick. By being stressed, so they go out right. So you just live your life every day during this process to the best of your ability is, you know, again kudos to him. Um, I think my number three thing for the three and out was uh, when he was growing up as well, um, going into a school. Uh, his school he went to had a Confederate flag in the school, which is amazing to me. Like I said, you I even touched about it uh, during the show. Like they can take prayer out of schools, but you don't want to take the Confederate flag out of schools. Like that's.
2: Uh, that's a that's very contradicting a uh, <laughs> hypocrisy at its best. Is that how you can certain language. you you can allow certain things and know what that meaning uh, stands for uh, in the Confederate flag? And as he said, you know, it's it's a symbol of segregation. Um, and then again, yeah. you have kids that, especially in the black community, we grew up on prayer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, things of that nature. Taking prayer out of school. Things of that nature. Again, which is conducive to, to, to Black America, our Black culture. That's what we're mm. built on, is going to church, prayer, things of that nature. And, and it's almost like, yeah, stripping these kids, these stripping our culture and our community of something yeah. that we're, we're we're raised on, we're, we're brought up on. So, yeah, but you want to fly the Confederate uh, flag high above as remind a representation. Yeah, I enjoyed him,
3: great guest. Yeah, great guest. Again, thanks, Robert Quinn. Defensive end, outside linebacker for the Chicago Bears, going on ten-year NFL veteran, made over one hundred fifty million dollars playing this great game of football. So thank you again, Robert Quinn, coming to the show. Get your popcorn ready, podcast.
2: Yeet. Yeah, get your popcorn ready, baby. I am going to be looking forward to the uh, Chicago Bears this year. I think I, I'm, I'm. It's going to be a toss-up. Who's going to have the most sex? Is it gonna be Ooh,
3: Robert Quinn, boy. or is it going to be Khalil Mack? Khalil
2: Mack? Appreciate yeah.
3: you tuning in to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Check us out next week on the Himalaya app or ever you get your podcast.
2: <laughs> that's right. Get your popcorn ready. You see it every week. We post every Tuesday. Our guests, you get the audio version on Tuesday. On Thursday, you get the video, video version. version. Uh, get to see my yeah, the, beautiful face. That's right. So don't forget to, <laughs> again, uh, subscribe, share. Swipe up, get your popcorn ready. Peace!
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?